0: Welcome to the Menifee United Church of Christ podcast. Menifee UCC is a
1: lively, loving, open, and affirming church. A church that follows Jesus' great commandments. Love God, love others, love yourself. A church that welcomes everyone. A church that speaks truth to power. And a church that works for justice more than just us. the darkest valley, I fear no evil, for you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies, you anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord my whole life. Thank you, Stephanie.
0: My whole life (laughs) long. Thank you. If it's all right when we have our sharing time, I would love to hear more as to why this resonates for you so much. Okay. Great. Our second reading this morning comes from the book of Isaiah, chapter 66, verses 9 through 14. Shall I open the womb and not deliver? says the Lord, shall I, the one who delivers, shut the womb, says your God. Rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad for her, all you who love her. Rejoice with her in joy and all who mourn over her, that you may nurse and be satisfied from her consoling breast, that you may drink deeply with delight from her glorious bosom. For thus says the Lord, I will extend prosperity to her like a river And the wealth of all nations like an overflowing stream. And you shall nurse and be carried on her arm and dandled on her knees. As a mother comforts her child, so I will comfort you. You shall be comforted in Jerusalem. You shall see and your heart shall rejoice. Your bodies shall flourish like the grass. And it shall be known that the hand of the Lord is with his servants and his indignation is against his enemies." Thus ends our inspired reading this morning. Amen. So in full disclosure, I was very curious what to talk about today on Mother's Day. And I know typically the church has a way of saying, now is the day that we glorify all mothers. And it is a day to celebrate. Uh, And as I was quoting earlier, Romans 12-15, that scripture kept coming to mind and to heart as I was preparing this morning. In which we read in the letter, it goes on to tell us in scripture that we are to rejoice with those who rejoice and we are to mourn with those who mourn. And so on this Mother's Day, I want to absolutely celebrate those who have incredible mothers, those who have had the gift of being a mother and it's celebrated as a journey in your life. We, I want there to be room for that. And I also want there to be room that today is a complicated day and a grieving day for many. It's complicated. And I don't think we get to hear this message enough at the pulpit. So... In reading, if we can start, Stephanie, what was it that stood out for you in the song? I would love to hear that.
1: What stood out or why is it important to me?
0: Why is it important to you?
1: It's important to me because this was one of my, it was just my favorite, my, it was my sister's favorite song, and it was also something that I got up and read at her funeral mm-hmm. and at her husband's funeral. Mm-hmm. She had asked me to do it for her husband, so I did it for her as well. But I also like the way that it just basically lets you know that he's always there, always there. Yes.
0: Anybody else have a relationship with Psalm 23? Where do we normally hear this psalm?
1: Funerals. Funerals.
0: And so what you may not know is that I don't arbitrarily pick scriptures every single week. (laughs) We follow a lectionary calendar. And I thought, my goodness, how interesting that Psalm 23 is on May 12th, which is Mother's Day. And that confirmed to me as well that there needs to be an honest conversation about how Mother's Day can affect us. And interestingly enough, we, it's really quick to go to, sorry, I'm trying to find it. We read Psalm 23, but the Psalm directly before it, See if it sounds familiar to you. Psalm 22 starts. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from helping me from the words of my groaning? Oh my God, I cry by day, but you do not answer. And by night, but find no rest. So that's a season that we have right before we have the 23rd Psalm, which talks about the comfort and the shadow and the scaring and the comfort that comes with the rod and the staff and being sheep that are tended to. So let me ask you, many of you are mothers, biological mothers or mothers in some regard. What have you enjoyed about motherhood? See some smiles, but nobody's rushing to answer this.
1: Being a grandmother.
0: Being a grandmother. Well said. How yeah. many of you as mothers heard are thought to yourself, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me?
1: <laughs> Watching their accomplishments. Watching their accomplishments. Mm-hmm. Helping me up, like helping bring events for them so that they can process and grow and learn and become their own person.
0: In sure I would say it sounds like you're watching them, you find joy in watching your children to live into their divinity, who they were meant to be in this world. And have the honor of being able to help them get there. Having the honor of helping them get there. Absolutely.
2: I would say it was the greatest gift that I could
1: ever have.
0: Greatest gift you could ever have, being a
1: mom. It certainly provides lessons that completely change your life. I mean, just completely. It's never. You never look at the same. You can have the same event happen, and you never look at it the same again. And why is that for you? It's it's fuller. It's it's more broader. It carries on just different meanings. Like you know, when you say. Say Mother's Day, you know, you're a child and you have it from this one perspective. Then you're a mom, and you you're able to see it like in so many different levels. It just changes the experience. It broadens it out and enriches it in just such a different and different place. And I think being a mom and feeling inadequate many times, mm-hmm. you know, when you go to God with that, it Can't help but strengthen your faith in your relationship with God. Yeah, absolutely.
0: I would imagine so. So this is something I would would be remiss, and the reason why I'm asking is because I don't have earthly children. Um, I've never given birth or anything, so for me to get up here and presume that I can talk to you all about what it's like is just arrogant. Um, So I appreciate hearing your input. How many, this is a rhetorical question, so you don't have to answer. How many of you have complicated relationships with mothers? yeah Mm -hmm. i hear this often especially as a chaplain and i i today's sermon my hope is an exploration and in our reflection song that you heard this morning about running saying my arms are here and wide open for you as a mother god Because part of our human experience, if one has the blessing of being a mother and they're able to see the joy in what that looks like and feels like today and there's celebration in it, fantastic. And yet many of us, we do not talk about the complications that we have with mothers. And we as a community, I hope that we can bring our whole selves as to what this looks like today. So being complicated with mothers, relationships... And the Bible is chock full of examples with mothers who have got complicated relationships. Sarah and Hagar, right? Sarah was told by God, You shall have a child with Abraham. And she waited and waited and then took things into her own initiative, right? Has anybody had an impatient mother? Been an impatient mother? <laughs> Right. <laughs> exactly. Oh, well, yes. Right. Exactly. I know what you said, God, but I'm going to make this work in my own time and in my own right. So, so Hagar comes into the picture and becomes a wife um, to Abraham, and they have a child, and then that turns into this whole complicated relationship in which now there is a child there and a woman who may or may not have even had consent to become a wife, who is shunned. Fifteen years after the promise, she receives. Um, this gift of being pregnant. I mean, we just, we see this throughout. We have numerous, and we have these stories as well that we read about, and Timothy having his mother Eunice, who was the glorified, that he became an instrument to God because of his mother's prayers. I mean, we, we read about these drastic differences in motherhood throughout the Bible. So it got me thinking, and I'd love to hear from you, who today might this be a hard day for? Can you think of how this might challenge such as somebody today on Mother's Day who has had a miscarriage or has had a
1: stillbirth? Lost a child to a cult. Lost a child. Mm-hmm. We have a woman in Rhode Island. her two twin daughters and their best friends all Ended up in in a a very, very crazy cult and had had no connections to her for at least five years. Absolutely. Who else? Who else comes to mind and heart for
0: you?
2: Children can't be here to be their mother.
0: Children who cannot be with their mother?
1: Yeah, they're out of town or out of state or whatever.
0: Right, out of town, out of state. I would dare say also many have been told by mental health professionals to stay away from mothers um, because of toxicity. Um, and those, those are, this is a hard day for them, um, myself included. And it's very challenging. Other ones that came to mind are women who are unable to conceive. This Mother's Day, the celebration of Mother's Day, could be quite challenging for them. That longing of wanting to be a mother, But being unable to, and so quickly, we're quick to rush into this idea of, oh, well, you can adopt. And that's a quick fix to someone who really longs to have her own experience as to what that's like. Someone whose mother has recently died. Challenging.
1: We're dying.
0: We're dying. Thank you. Someone who's had a child die. Especially, it's been my experience in the hospital. I hear time and time again, come on in, Day. Glad you're here. That a mother is never prepared to go before a child.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's not part of the equation. A woman who wants to get married and have a child just doesn't seem to be working out for her. And I dare say, we were talking earlier this morning, Felicia and I, about the woman who does not want to be a mother, who knows that that is not part of her life's journey, and how oftentimes I can be dismissed as her being less than a full woman, and her full womanhood because of it. So I ask you, to just take a moment and ponder that. Is there someone you know today that might be challenged? Is this something for you that is challenging about this day? And just ponder that. Is there someone you can reach out to today? Yes, Trish.
1: This is- The first year that I adopted, daughter Mm -hmm. sent me a Mother's Day card, but the daughter I raised didn't, so it's a little
0: bittersweet. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I am in no way here trying to tell anybody how to be a mother. Because it would be hypocritical of me. But what I do know is that we've all had a mother of some sort. And sometimes it's our biological mother, and sometimes we are raised by spiritual mothers that help form us. Mothers who are adoptive that come into our lives. And this idea that we are not raised in isolation. It was during my time at the hospital. When I went to an intensive care in NICU um, with a child who I was on call, and I hadn't been called to this child. This child was slowly dying and was three months old. And as I was by the isolate with this baby, this beautiful, precious, innocent child whose mother was addicted to drugs. Mm -hmm. And this mother got high and in the middle of the night rolled over on her child oh, and suffocated this baby. Oh, I know it's heartbreaking. And to sit with this child and this mother who will have the complications of bearing that the rest of her life, knowing that there is addiction. addictions, there's so many different complications and my job is not to condemn anybody who has an addiction but to say, my hope is that we can give mothers credit that they're doing the best that they can and Sometimes it's not what we need. That baby ended up dying. And my hope is that when I was with that child, as much as I wanted anything, wanted to provide a presence and a care for this innocent child. This beautiful innocent child who had such this life ahead of him was received into God's arms. This morning, did anything stand out to you as we had our reflection song? We had a quiet lunch this morning.
1: <laughs> the ability to be always be able to run back to mom.
0: The ability to always run back tomorrow. to mom.
1: The, the ability to always run back to God. Ability to run back to God. And not necessarily to think of God as a male energy, either. Right.
0: I personally believe that God is beyond gender. Although when I pray and when I take time to commune with God, it's more comforting for me to think of God in a human image. And sometimes that goes back and forth in a fluidity. Um, but under no circumstance do I think that the totality of God is on a gender or being um, a, a, in a human form. But the idea of praying to a mother God—what does that stir up for
1: you? The shack. The shack. Say more. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a mother God. There's mm-hmm. there's the spirit. Mm-hmm. And I believe Jesus Christ, right?
0: Right. Absolutely. So. Octavia Spencer. And know our mother. Right? <laughs> I know. I don't know about you all, but sometimes that's really comforting for me to think like, "What if God was a little bit more like Octavia Spencer in the shack?" I have definitely thought of that. I'm like, whoo! I wonder at what level would I be a little bit more honest and vulnerable in my prayers? <laughs> 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 I was walking with someone this week. Um, I do a walking group with veterans. And I said, we're talking about Mother's Day. Also, another dynamic is that for many, especially daughters, I would say, not to exclude the gentlemen, but predominantly with women, they've had to experience being a parentified child in which you've been the mother to your mother, yeah. right? And that's exhausting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So as I was talking with someone who was talking about how hard and challenging Mother's Day was going to be for her, she said, I just know that God is going to take care of it. He's going to take care of everything. Everything's going to work out the way it needs to. He's going to provide. I said, all right, okay. What would it look like or feel like if you heard Mother God talking to you during this time of challenge? And it was then that she absolutely broke into tears. And she said, oh, I just feel like I'd be so comforted that I would be held. And so on this Mother's Day, that's the message that's come to me, is that in an essence, we may not all be physical mothers, we may not be earthly mothers, but there is a part of us that all need to be held. We all need to know that there is a mother that we can run to. Because we all have mothers. And mothers all try to do their best, my hope is. And mothers will always fall short. Because they're human. So my message this morning is about this idea, as we read in Isaiah, I will extend prosperity to her like a river and the wealth of the nations like an overflowing stream and you shall nurse and be carried on her arm and dandled on her knees as a mother comforts her child. So I will comfort you. My rod and my staff, they comfort me. So, today, which is oftentimes a day in which, again, we want to lean into the celebration of motherhood, I ask you to actually lean into being Christ-like. For those who are mothers rejoicing on the day that you need, and also being aware there are many who today is very complicated for, I encourage you and I invite you to just reach out, to someone that may come to heart or mind, and to say, hey, when Facebook is posting all these incredible things, my mom is the best mom. You may think that your mom is the best, but mine is, right? And there's all these glorious pictures. My hope is that we can celebrate when those pictures are up because my God, we need good moms. Also being aware to reach out in comfort. For those who today is extremely hard for and challenging. Because I think that's where Jesus would ask us to meet him. And not to perpetuate this myth, how dare you speak about your mother? Or the other one, but that's your mother. Because for some of us, Mother's Day is complicated. And God is love. And that's the message that we've been asked to proclaim. Just as Jesus met the woman at the well, may we meet them where they are today. Are there any other closing thoughts?
1: Well, based on what you're saying, Mm -hmm. that even if as a mother comforts your child, so I will comfort you, and if your mother wasn't able to, to be that for you, that Mother God will do that in abundance for you.
0: Amen. I'll also add on a note, if today is a complicated day for you in relationship to celebrating your own mother, it's okay to be angry at God. It's okay to be honest with God. I think Octavia Spencer could handle it. Or whoever it is, or however you relate to God. If there's frustration today over the loss of a child, a dying mother, a childhood that you didn't get to experience because of being a parentified child? An ability to have children? Any of that? Yes, Fletcher?
1: Also, right, put out there, we should try to probably put out there love to children whose mothers, through their own religious beliefs, don't understand that it's okay to love their children if they're not heterosexual, right? Mm-hmm. That if they're gender fluid or they're lesbian or they're mm-hmm. shifting that. If their parents don't understand it and have a limited view of God that Mother God loves them anyways and celebrates them.
0: That's right. Thank you for that, Felicia, as well. Anything else? When I say these things humbly in the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Amen. Our closing hymn today. It'll be on page four thirty-eight. When peace like a river, Are we will see verses one and four. You can hear Lucia already going. No, I was I was doing uh, God of grace and God of <laughs> invite you to be in prayer with me. (coughs) Heavenly Mother, on this day, as we come to celebrate, may we get very real with you what today looks like. May we have those celebrating with us when celebration is our longing and our heart's desire. And may we also turn to you when this day we don't know what to do with when we are perplexed and we are asking many questions, many questions that that come to you of confusion and misunderstanding and heartbreak and grief and sorrow and sadness. May we be mindful of those whom today is complicated, knowing, God, that you are the balance, And that you fill in the gaps. And that you are the mother indeed that we always need. May we trust you and give to you the longings of our hearts. For the mother that we crave to have. The love, the acceptance, the forgiveness. The appreciation of our own self through you as you are running to comfort us and to affirm that we are truly made in your image. God, as we go forth from these walls, may we be the church, may we have comfort, and may we, as we strive to be aware in our community's social justice mind, as we reach out to those who are marginalized, May we find the balance today to celebrate as well as to be your hands upon this earth. And may we bring our whole selves to you. May we hear like we have never heard and may we see like we have never seen. May we laugh like we have never laughed and may we love like we have never loved, as we come to grow in our understanding of your love for us. We say these things humbly in your name. Amen. Amen. To contact the Menifee United Church of Christ or for more information, go to menifeeucc.org. Thank you for listening.